1: Jane. how's it going mike uh i couldn't be more excited for today's guest
2: my face is flushed and my hair's on
1: end yeah honestly i don't know what to do with my hands uh real quick thank you everyone for listening if you've never listened before this is a podcast about weed and grub and food and sex and weed and pop culture and sex and food so there we go let's get into <laughs> it <laughs> uh our guest today is none other than I, can i say world renowned is that fair
0: Sure.
1: Galaxy.
2: Good. Galaxy. Galaxy renown. Gal- <laughs> Gal- galaxy renown.
1: Universally heard and seen.
2: Uh, claw Money. Hi. Hi.
1: Holy fuck.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Hi. We're all
1: high and I'm like, holy fuck I'm right f- now.
0: I'm feeling super high right now. Yeah. Yeah. And my girl, you know, Mary Jane.
2: Hi Hi! I met you the first time when I interviewed you uh, For a women in weed
0: feature for High Times That's right And, and I, was- I look like a smart, Like a fat smurf No
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't even know I was like I'm gonna be like so low key And like wear this like outfit But I was like wearing this like giant sweatshirt It was like a hoodie And it was like bunched up And I'm sitting on the couch I'm all high And then I like a hat on <laughs>
2: I looked crazy. I thought you looked fucking cool. And it was a great interview. Wow. Well, yes. that It was a great interview. It was a great interview yeah. Yeah. because you like. It should
0: have been a podcast. <laughs> it should have been a podcast.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> you like fucking rolled joints and smoked. And we were talking at that point. It was before the 2016 election. And we were talking about the artwork that we, you were creating as a part of a protest movement for.
0: Oh, my God. We made the cutest and best and funniest um, signs for the Women's March. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. Uh-huh. They said like moist for choice. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, tons of like pussy power shit and stuff. It was cute. And they were on these um giant like postal labels. Yeah. That said like priority female. It was cute. It was good. Yeah. It was a good uh you know. Too bad it didn't it didn't do much. <laughs> well
2: there's so much more to do Ugh. still, I guess. Yeah. I gotta
0: make some more posters. Fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah. Can, uh, I, I wanted to ask you this when we met. I didn't ask you about it, but how did you your iconic claw, the claw,
0: the claw that you
2: created when you came up in the '80s right. in New York as a graffiti artist? Do you remember like specifically when you created it, when you made it? How so it came it's about? so
0: funny because somebody asked me that today, mm. um, and I had visuals. I had my book, so I showed them like a picture. But I used to paint bubble letter. Claw, right? My name is Claudia. My nickname has been Claw since I was super way before I got into graffiti.
1: Hey, Claw. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I I had this like really like bubbly style and I had this sort of look like three butt cheek for mm-hmm. the W. And then I started putting these like nails on it. Right. Really basic letters, like very junior high, like bubble, like notebook letters, you know. And... I started putting the nails on the W, and at that time, the trains had stopped, and my peeps, we were just, like, really concentrating on trucks because they moved around the city, and, you know. You get seen. You get seen. so somebody, like, painted over the CLA, and they left the W hanging out, and it, like, drove past me. And I remember being, like, super pissed, right? Like, I was like, oh. And then I was like, wait a second. There it is. Like, it was a real weird, like, aha moment. Mm. Um, But I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh. I see you, hater. <laughs> I see you, hater, but I see you. Like, you know what I mean? And then I just was like, I'm not, like, painting my name ever again. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Just the paw. And as soon as I sort of concentrated on that like I had a bunch of girlfriends that had just had you know kids and stuff and their kids were really young and they'd be like like they would be able to discern it on a wall and I was like oh this is good because a lot of graffiti you really have to know what you're looking at you have to be like an expert on on figuring out what it actually says. And uh, the paw was so easily translatable and universal, and um, just like discernible. So I, I just, I just kept doing it. Whatever, I'm a one trick (laughs) pony. Yeah, and now, well,
2: now it's like internationally recognized and iconic, and like you've you collabed now with your. Oh, yeah, yeah, on- my paw,
0: my palm. I'm scratching my way all over town. My, little, <laughs> my <laughs> little Pony? Yeah, oh, my God, My Little Pony, sure. You got a G-Pen? I did a G-Pen? Yeah. In 2016? That was good. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that was 2000, like, I couldn't have been 2016. It had to be 2000, Ooh, uh, 2000 and, like,
2: 14 or 15, because it, it was before I met you, but it was still recent, because you had it in your store. It was like
0: 2014, mm-hmm. I think, yeah.
2: Did you, c- coming up, did you predate the time when they started locking spray paint in cages? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. You could just, just buy was just it on the, right on the
0: shelf. It was just, like, on the shelf, like, it was, like, hairspray or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah So you great. would save your money? No, I would steal it. You would steal money? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you would You would steal it. You'd, like, i put it in my purse, down my leg, in the arms of my jacket. I'd be like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? In hardware stores. Yeah, in hardware stores. And they'd have them in automotive stores. Yeah, yeah. they were everywhere. Um, my dad always had so much spray paint. I would just like constantly take my dad's spray paint. RIP dad. Um, and he would just like be like, oh, I must have used up that can of blue. I've got to get more and stuff. And it was funny because later when uh, I would show him like the more like tame murals, he would be like, I went to Rickles. They had a sale. I got you all this paint. I'm like, you're the best. <laughs> uh, that's so fucking great. That's so cute, right? Yeah. Did you, you painted at five points? I never painted at five points because the cops would be there. Fuck. So the five points was for like kind of out of towners or people that only did legal stuff. Okay. So like I've had l- different, tra- like my public art has transformed a lot in the last like 30 years of me doing it from like completely illegal then like half illegal and half legal and then sort of agreeing to be in this movie and agreeing to do this book. Do you mean I infamy? Like a, well, uh, infamy, yeah. infamy Yep. And then uh, book publisher they were chasing me around for a long time and my friends were like you have to do it like the girls just have to, you just have to do it for the girls like yeah. just do it. So I did it and I had to like make a choice and be like, all right, I can't like paint illegally, you know? And then subsequently got married, I had a kid, whatever, it all all worked out. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) You don't still go out like undercover of darkness and like, shh, (laughs) we're not going to blow you up.
0: I mean, no, of course not. (laughs) What, uh. I don't know. I kind
2: of want to ask you about weed. Like, yeah, what your, that, what your relationship to weed has been as a New Yorker over the like how you're seeing it change. What is it now, to you? So, uh,
0: it's it's funny because you know weed is still illegal here, mm. though it's so decriminalized. But it's always ha- it's always felt like it was decriminalized, even though it w- it wasn't. We were always smoking joints on the street and. In the club with like security like following you, and you just like cup it and like do some like crazy dance. <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean? Everybody always um smoked weed. I've been smoking weed like steadily since I was 13. Um, I quit when I was pregnant and breastfeeding, and it was a real fucking bitch, man. It wow. was really it sucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Just, like, even the ritualistic part of rolling a joint is so, you know, transcendental for me or something that, like, I'm looking forward to. I don't know. The whole sort of um, smoking, sort of letting it go out. And then um, I love weed. Weed is my go-to for everyday... Coping or yeah. whatever I definitely feel like I don't I'm not a wake up and smoke because I have to get my kid off to school and then on the weekends like I gotta I gotta get into gear we have soccer I don't know you want chocolate chip pancakes whatever I'm going to the thrift store and dusting these guys and whatever <laughs> I'm like up early and out like so but like yeah by like 3 p.m. I'm like oh my god if I don't smoke, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. You know what I mean? Like, and I just, even just like one little hit, like, I'm like, oh, I'm okay. I'm back. Yeah. Hey, it yeah. is um, a self-regulatory treat right. I give myself, I feel like.
1: What do you need? Can you turn it up a little?
2: It's, it's all up. Sweet. Cool. 11
0: 11 yeah. 11 it
2: goes
1: to this one goes to wait, 11 wait, let's hold for a second what are you looking at oh uh, i want to make sure it was high everything's turned up sick yep i'm high yep. okay yeah yeah well, every high high I, everything like an anxious jew is here
0: yeah. okay <laughs> yeah i feel like i have a little bit like neurotic jew thing going on and and um weed helps me sort of slow down Some of those, like, intruding thoughts, let me, like, have a better focus on the task at hand. Uh Uh-huh. I'm really able to channel a lot of creative uh, energy with that, as well as... um, Babysitting Or I, well, yeah. I mean what do you call right. it When you have to be with your kid All the time It's not called babysitting at I don't all know <laughs> I'm like you know I'm babysitting Sorry Okay Okay <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, so many of my friends who
2: par- who are parents to especially young kids who smoke weed say that it just helps them be on the same wavelength. Yeah, it's not on the exact level to at least look at them with more patience and more understanding about what's in that moment. For you want to kill these motherfuckers? Do you want to like, kill for them? Real for real?
0: Yeah, yeah. So definitely. Um, it is a, um, a must for all moms out there. Yeah. Okay, so shout out that? to the moms. Yeah. Uh, shout out and dad, to dad And dads too. Dads yeah. too, yeah. Um, what, what's your relationship to weed?
1: Uh, I started smoking when I was 15 mm-hmm. uh, to just cope with being alive. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I didn't get it. I didn't know why I was here. And uh-huh. It kind of just helped me be social, um, deal with liking myself more, uh-huh. just really getting into it. And it served me through so many aspects of my life from uh, just being, being a human being to being a comedian to creating things I'm proud of right it's mm. it's like it's helped me on all these levels and medical stuff that I don't really talk about that is like on another level for me too
2: yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you young lady well I started uh, smoking hash when I was a teenager in Newfoundland in Canada we had ha- we didn't have flowers so it was like a so really so weird was weird, like, weird girl yeah weird. <laughs> But it was, like, really. In Newfoundland, you know. <laughs> with my hounds. <laughs> yes. The seals on the ice were our hounds. Uh, yeah, but it was very intense. Like, ha- doing hot knives or smoking a spliff with hash was like a... Tw- the first time I actually smoked a f- joint, it was, it was so weird, because it was such a different experience. So, I don't know. I kind of started young with hash and then went to school and didn't so smoke for a So, what would you do? While. The pin
0: and the cup and this.
2: Like. No hot knives on the stove with knives. And, and so you, wh- and so what do you do with that? You stick your knives in like the element coil of the stove okay. to heat them up or a blowtorch if you have one. Okay. And then you just take yeah, little pin pin sized balls and you put them between the knives and you inhale the vapor. Oh. So it's like the original dab right. basically. Okay. And uh, or you smoke, you know, roll it up like a spliff with okay. tobacco. Like crumbly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then I didn't smoke for a while when I was in theater school. Made you so tired, did, didn't it, the yeah, hash? It was definitely knocked you out. Yeah. yeah. I still love hash, though. Yeah, I love hash, too. I love hash. But And then, yeah, and then I did, just did a lot of psychedelics for a while and didn't really smoke any weed at all. And then I moved to the States, and I moved to Seattle, where there's great weed. And then I was here for a long time, and I ended up meeting everyone, who, you know, that whole gang who I hung out with in New York, who smoked great weed. And I was so surprised to, like, find the, you know, awesome, like, sour diesel and all the good stuff in New York. I didn't know. New York
0: is, like, it's always been popping with weed. Like, and plentiful. And maybe not, you know, we were, like, all jealous when all that Cali stuff started, like, Mm. you know, it was hard to get. But um we is cheap now and it's really good yeah i'm like into it and so well
2: it's cheaper to buy it here just like from your delivery guy than like an eighth and in, in
0: Cali and in dispensary is like 50 bucks well it used to be like more like 75 bucks for like an eighth and now it's like 40 bucks
1: yeah holy shit yeah when's the last time you picked some stems and seeds out of your
0: i've i've gotten one of those like Sort of fa- f- like six months ago or something. And I was like, oh, this is like old school. Yeah. A break. <laughs> <laughs> <For sure>. Pop <laughs> a seed or yeah, two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, fu- it's funny. Um, it's so like nicely packaged now. It's not the weed of yesteryear. It still comes like the little jewel boxes and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. Jewel boxes or like they have a lot of packs like this. Mm-hmm. You know, ziplocs the the standard, the standard, <laughs> the classic. Um, I want to ask you more about your
2: career. Yeah, yeah, as a as was well, a street artist to you know, current running the world and fucking doing so many things, collabs and murals and huge exhibits and stuff. How did you make the transition to fashion designer? Was it with Swindle, becoming that? No, nope. sti- no. What did you? How did that work? So out?
0: I went to FIT. Um for college and uh, that's where i got introduced to uh nightlife and sort of graffiti culture when i like moved to manhattan from long island where i went to high school Mm -hmm. and junior high i was like an assistant designer for oh he's pretty famous like in fashion that dude like narciso rodriguez like whatever (laughs) you guys don't need to know But um, he was at the time, he was with like Anne Klein and I was like working in like commodity outerwear and like I was like an assistant designer for like Anne Klein Rain or something like her. Yeah. So then I like was really fucking up in school. I started writing graffiti and stuff and my parents were like, we're not paying for college because you don't go and like you're failing. So I was just like, fine, I'm going to get a job then. And I, and I at like 19, I was working for one of these coat companies or whatever. And I was writing graffiti and I was getting like fired because, of course, I was late, you know, because yeah. I was out all night or whatever. I remember like I used to drink these cups of coffee. They were like in these styrofoam cups that looked like a a bowl. I'm sure you could get, like, a miso soup in one from, like, that, like... (laughs) But they were, like, so... And I would, like, have to drink, like, four or five of those a day. And then, like, I'd be drawing these, like, stupid jackets. And you'd have to draw, like, the little, like, ticking stitch marks and these little, like, pockets. Everything was, like, these, like, color block. It was so tacky. And my hand would be, like, shaking from, like, the caffeine. I mean like oh my god so I um got fired from that and then I like went into like nightlife and I was like bartending and working in clubs and being uh you know a bad girl painting a lot um and yeah my parents were like really like pissed at me and you know when he when my dad died, I was like, "Fuck, I have to do all this shit by myself, like I'm done mm-hmm. like I have like it was just my dad, he was cool, yeah he loved um, him. yeah, so like I could always sort of like weirdly depend on him in some way, so I don't think I was thinking at all about the longevity of like what I was doing, the statement I was making, like it wasn't so like. Purely feminist. It was totally selfish. You know what I mean. I was like, I'm fucking writing my motherfucking claw everywhere in town because I am a fucking, you know, insecure asshole or something. You know what I mean? And then, uh, and then it became something else. You know hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Do you crunch into the microphone? Hell yes. yeah! Absolutely. Oh, you do. Oh, right. Please do. It's uh, I'm ASMR. Some, uh, do you know about ASMR? Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is claw eating
2: a cracker. Claw eating a cracker.
1: <laughs> Give it to him. <laughs> We're going to put this on YouTube. Mm,
2: totes. Oh, fuck. Hey, Mike, do you like edibles?
1: I really like edibles. Have you
2: ever heard of the magical butter machine?
1: Yeah, the easiest, most consistent way to make edibles at home?
2: It's the only way to make edibles at home hassle-free. You need this machine. It takes all of the effort out of the process, and you don't have to waste a whole day making your infusions at home.
1: Seriously, it infuses butter, oils, tinctures. You can make chocolates. You can make, ooh, you can make gummies. And lube. Yeah. (laughs) Can you make gummy lube? I
2: don't know if that would work, but we should try. Let's
1: try. Yeah. Great, because all you got to do is add your herbs to your butter, cooking oil, grain alcohol, and then you set the time and temp, the machine does the rest.
2: The high-power immersion blender chops up your botanicals while the internal heating unit maintains the perfect temperature for your infusion.
1: And it comes with everything you need to make these extractions. It has a rezu- re- reusable purify filter bag for straining, and a heat-resistant silicone love glove. Ugh. Yeah. Plus, it's backed by a 60-day satisfaction guarantee and a manufacturer's one-year limited warranty.
2: To get your own Magical Butter machine today, go to MagicalButter.com and use promo code WEED and grub at checkout to save 30 bucks off your purchase.
1: Yeah, make some coconut lube and then make, then make some chocolates and then lick them off your partner.
2: And then write to us about it.
1: Yeah, don't send pics.
2: <laughs> Weed and grub. Your Instagram, mm-hmm. the way you tell your stories on Instagram, the, like your your whole entire thing is just so delightful and funny and angry, but the anger is wrapped up in the cuteness. bubble wrap and of... And cuteness. Cuteness and <laughs> hilarity, And but it's sort of like... Scorching and then you soothe the sting Right away or whatever it is so Mm -hmm. fucking great And you're talking to I feel like obviously you're talking To your peers in the world at large Mm -hmm. I feel like You're talking a lot to the younger Folks who are coming
0: up yes do you Believe in those guys I'm like Worried about them right I'm very worried About them
1: um
0: I think there's this like weird Like this this like boss Culture right I'm gonna be a boss I'm an entrepreneur yeah and this thinking that like you know the problem <laughs> the problem with the internet is given voices to people who shouldn't speak and everyone thinks they're so important and everyone has a right to their own opinion and they have a right to their own opinion they're going to tell you right and right. they uh, like read it i read it i'm a queen so uh, <laughs> i just think that the narcissism the self importance the lack of real culture, you know, coming to them, like their their stupid brand worship, their celebrity worship. Yeah, I'm fucking worried. And that's worried. And enough. I have a child. Like mm-hmm. and I'm I'm petrified. And when I had my baby in 2011, you know, Obama was in the White House. Like it was, there was a feeling of like, okay, we're going to get through this. And listen, yeah, all the whole government's corrupt. It's always been wake the fuck up. Like, mm-hmm. what are you people stupid? Like, you're like, oh. I mean, it's all, it's always been like that. So now, now, you know, yeah. and like, can we just like make it work a little bit?
1: Yeah. Because entitlement is different. Entitlement's changed. Yes.
0: Entitlement is out of control yeah yeah
2: and there's this weird thing that's happening that I see a lot and I'm hearing a lot from so I'm 43 I'm sort of like I feel like I'm stretching across this divide right now where I'm talking a lot to people who are 10 years older and also 10 years younger Mm -hmm. and it's this awesome thing like I feel like I'm in the middle of something I guess I'm in the middle of my life like in a lot of ways it's cool I feel I feel really awesome about where I am right now that worry uh for me comes when I hear people talking so much about self-love and self-care and, you you know... I'm like,
0: what are you talking about? Okay.
2: And not to say that that's not fucking important. Like, yes, put your own oxygen mask on, secure that before you take care of other people. Absolutely do what you need to do. But... Who when can it's do that? At can, the expense I mean, like, of yeah. everything else, like only caring about what it is. You know what I mean? Like, that's where I get a little confused about what the <laughs> new... <laughs> What the new way of being should be. I think it's self-care
0: is fucking great. Especially if, you know, you're single, got nothing to do on a Sunday. But, like, why do you have to impose that on other people? That just used to be, like, well, sort of chill the, out Sunday, you it's know? It's the
2: message, I feel like, that's this big sort of, like, drum that is being beaten. That's, like, self-care. I don't know. Do you see that, Mike? I just do it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you don't
0: talk He's about like it I'm too much. like, I'm a self-care addict.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean fuck yes i love it i love it uh, i don't know
1: yeah while we're recording my feet are in a uh pedicure tub <laughs> right now With
2: those weird fish With those
1: weird fish eating the dead skin off oh bed. no yeah it's great oh no
2: <laughs> i don't know I, didn't, I don't mean to be negative about it i think that's just something
0: that i really see in no i see are, it too you know? it is a very there is a lot of entitlement but i think the self-care is very empowering To people that don't have a significant other. You're like, you do your little self-care, honey. Or... You know what I mean? (laughs) Or I I just
2: like... And I've heard this twice in the past. I heard it from a, a comic who was actually on stage at Mike's show, Glazed, who talked about this, coming into Money for the first time and like getting her shit taken care of, getting checked out, going to get all of the teeth and eyes and, you know, going to the fucking gynecologist and all that. And another friend of mine just had a, she got a paycheck. She's an artist, an amazing director, and just doesn't get paid all that often. And she got the check and she was like, I'm getting my cat's teeth taken out. And I'm, you know, and she was like, and it just feels so good. And I was like, that's kind of it. That's what like taking care of your needs that you overlook a lot of the time, especially if you're an artist, especially if you're a fucking artist and you don't know where the next check is coming from.
0: A lot of the real like self-care shit is going to the doctor did you know that
2: i am getting to know that now at this point in my yeah life. yeah
0: so i hate going to the doctor Ugh. and uh i like i just admitted to uh my sister that i never go like to get the blood work like when they or the mammograms when they send me yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm with you i'm with you. am <laughs> just like i'm like oh, i can't do that like you don't do that here like oh my god uh, uh Like, I gotta make another motherfucking appointment and, like, go somewhere else and get, like, my blood and then, like, have my tits squashed. Like, oh, no. So who the fuck knows I have blood and tick cancer? (laughs) (laughs) The
2: The mammogram... I mean, Mike, you don't know about this, but... I'm just not saying anything. I don't know what to say. Like, if you have any... boobs (laughs) boobs
0: <laughs> yeah to, the, men get breast cancer yeah yeah you don't have to get mammograms every fucking year
1: no. no i just get them re-pierced and if they feel anything <laughs> yes. i'm like okay cool you like
0: pull out the uh, tumor while you're yeah, <laughs> did you just have a so you have a podcast i do i have a podcast yes i do
2: gold mines
0: gold mines with claudia gold launched fairly recently yeah we launched uh i think we're we're like on
2: our fifth episode you just had a conversation with Eight Track about bagels. I did. What's your
0: bagel preference as a New Yorker? I okay, so I will eat a damn bagel from anywhere, mm-hmm. of course. Like like an so, Antimon's bagel? No, I'm not like it from Seven <laughs> Eleven, but from like a, a bagel place in the tri-state area. Like okay. I'll eat a, a right, and some are better than others. Yeah. Um, Essa bagel, I really used to like, but it's just too doughy now. Do you toast? Are you a toaster or I'm no a toaster? toaster.
2: You're, I'm a toaster, too.
0: But that's like... Yeah. Murray's Okay, don't I even have toast. like arguments with the memers, right? the young meme crowd about toasting bagels. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys are just haters because it's just so much better. Like yes. maybe you just don't like... Ew. It brings out the flavor. It,
1: it does. And texture is better. Yeah, Oh, man,
0: the cream cheese is like
2: melty. It's good. Yeah. Murray's bagels, though, refuse to toast. They have like a sign up like, don't ask.
0: It adds so like two minutes onto their like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. annoying for them. Yeah. I assume. I get that, but. Fuck you. Fuck. <laughs> How did you feel about.
2: um? OK, so Cynthia Nixon, who just lost to Cuomo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very pro weed. Mm-hmm, her bagel game, her. though. Her bagel. I mean, she fucked that up.
0: I don't even know about the bagel thing.
2: She ordered a cinnamon raisin bagel with a lox schmear.
0: I could see that she seems no. like the type. She seems like the type that would eat that.
2: Oh, like a nightmare.
0: Yeah, like, but like you know, like okay, girl, you're you're wild. Like <laughs> that was
2: for. I feel like for her, just reading about it was like the Howard Dean scream. <laughs> it was Like that bagel order tanked her shit. Wow. Just but she was so pro weed, and it was so great.
0: You mm. know, and she she pulled Cuomo sort of further left. I like. I like. From my yes, uh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And i i was like oh yeah i'm down for this but you know do i have to vote for actors and this is the new wave the new demigod like oh my god you i have to know your face and like yeah you have had to play these different characters so you can like morph with the situation i'm telling you shit is fucked up but don't do, oh, so with the elections that just happened this
2: week, and shit is so fucked up right now with mm-hmm. you know everything that's happening mm-hmm. with Trump firing Sessions and all that kind of stuff. That but is so crazy. I thought so that's his boy. Yeah.
0: Well, and now some shit is some shit must be going down. Well, yeah.
2: yeah. I I have a friend who's banging the drum loudly about an administrative coup happening because the guy that Trump replaced Sessions with is on record as saying that the Russia investigation is a witch hunt and that he still has a lame duck Congress for two months before the new Congress members are sworn in in January.
0: So he's got a couple months to do some fucked up shit. What's Trump's agenda? Like, what is his, like, agenda? Is it to, like, let all the Russians in? Like, the rich Russians in? I don't know. What do you think it is? I think it's to let all the rich Russians in and let them get, like, big vestiges of American business property, like, you know, resources. Hmm. Because it's, like, a resourceless country. Right. Um, and that like Russia and China are going to take us over mm. That's crazy. and we're going to be like slaves. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you, did you, did you did and he's <laughs> just like, okay, yeah, sure, here sure. I'll like, like, let me do this. And then like, you can just, yeah, because
1: crazy. he's, he's on the new Mount Rushmore then.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, do you think they're blackmailing him? No, no. I think he's just like, yeah, just make sure my family's cool. Yeah. Send us to Mars when yep. the planet, you know. Yeah. Just, what you? Mm, yeah. Sorry. No. Nope. You know. <laughs>
1: I'm getting like conspiracy. Ooh. Conspiracy fingers. your, so.
0: your beard just yeah. bristled. Yeah.
1: <laughs> straight up.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm snacking like crazy. No, it's it, good. That's what we're here for.
1: Um. Yeah. Well, well on that tip. I, I, my two theories about Mars is either one, the 1% is going to go there because they don't care that they're killing the planet and then a lot of people will die and then they can still use the resources of Earth but live up there or mm. that is going to just become a cubicle customer service center where everyone has to live except the 1%, and then they get to live You don't think here. the
0: planet's going to turn into like a weird mushball or like...
1: Oh, I never thought of that. It would
0: be like a weather, like nightmare. You mean this planet? Like, yeah, this planet.
2: Yeah, the guy who was just appointed in Brazil, the I can't remember his name, but he was just appointed to lead Brazil. I read just a headline that scared the shit out of me and said, scientists terrified that new right-wing Brazil leader will kill the lungs of the planet being the Amazonian rainforest and then he's just going to invite developers in and those being the lungs of the planet obviously will herald the fucking end of it all for all of us but Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez won come on Ah, small victories yeah it's fucked (laughs) but I know you're so political as I mean when we met in I think it was 2016 you were banging the drum loudly then
1: Mm.
2: and unless
0: I feel like it's all bullshit really Mm. The 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 left is just as annoying as the right. Fuck yeah, and I don't feel like arguing all the time. And I'm gonna just do what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you guys can like come with me. We can you know I'm gonna tell you about it, and if you don't like it, whatever. You know I don't know. I just feel like. It's so corrupt and disgusting that like, what can we even do? Like, did the whole like voting thing, like I, like, felt very compelled to get young people to vote to see if it was going to do anything? And I think it did.: Yes. But is it going to really do anything for us in the long run? Is it just something to s- sort of I think it will? take this weird little victory and feel like i don't know there's like a real hopelessness yeah that there is and i was in new york for 9 11 and that was really crazy and i definitely thought for a few months like i was just gonna die like something was gonna happen i was gonna get like blown up like it was gonna be like war they were like gonna come and they were gonna come from new york city and demolish it, and, like, I was just going to be, like, on the subway, and it was going to, like, blow up, or, like, I'd be walking, and a building would fall on me, like, it like, and a lot of people <laughs> felt like that, too. You know, it was cra- a weird feeling. But then there was this sense of hope of, like, oh, my God, we can, like, rebuild this place, you know? People ran for the hills. New York was cheap. Um, It was, like, the last of, like... The free wheel in New York, you know. Now it's been so corporatized, mm. and I don't feel, you know, the same hopelessness as I as I feel now. When back then, like mm-hmm. that's weird. Yeah,
2: I, I waking up this morning, there was the news of the uh, there was a
0: shooting in California this morning. Um, you can't even, like, they don't even report about them anymore, right? Because there's so many copycat. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's every freaking day. De- like, what the fuck is going on what here? What the fuck
2: is going on? <laughs> so
0: people are really hopeless. Yeah. And it's so violent because, you know, I think what's really happened these poor millennials, they've been like force-fed all this like hyper crazy advertising right like as children so they like grew up to to worship brands right and these like brand like what this guy i was telling you about that podcast okay yeah, this yeah, guy says man. something very interesting and that i knew intrinsically why i paint graffiti but this dude isaac weishaupt listened to his podcast uh what the hell is it called um conspiracy theories and pop culture something like that anyway he says that people learn through symbols, right? My my kid before he could read, he would be like Dunkin' Donuts, McDonald's, da, 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 Starbucks, like he Macy's, like he knew, but like he couldn't read the letters. He just knew. Like an
1: emoji reads stronger, and you have representation through that right. before you can say the word.
0: Same as the claw, right? With my friend's kid was like, oh, the claw, paw. like it's a, the symbol, right? It's powerful. Mm-hmm. So these symbols. So these kids, right, they're like hammered by television advertising and so much media and so much violence on television and video games and entertainment, you know, this. How can there not be like school students? It's like a video game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's sort of their parents are busy on their device. They're not watching that the kid is, like, becoming, like, introverted and weird or... You know? Like, there's so many... There was a
2: piece in Ad Busters or Mother Jones or one of those magazines a while back that listed uh, how many brands a kid could recognize versus how many species of animals and trees. Isn't that wild? It was upsetting. It's really upsetting. Because most kids can say, that's a tree, but they can't say, that's an oak or that's a birch or that's a pine, you know? And they can say, you know, that's a... That's a bird, but they can't say that's a duck or a goose or a seagull or a sparrow. Wow, you know, mm. it's it's really interesting, um, and it's fucking oh, my sucks. Kid. Yeah, but
0: he knows all the logos too, and it's just it's just from you know he sees it in a magazine mm-hmm. or he sees it as a TV commercial or a YouTube commercial before his pl- stupid Play-Doh video or whatever. And then he drives by it, and it's all of a sudden it all, like, it's all about the connections, you know? And so, oh, this all works like this. And, yeah, these kids, they don't, they can't find happiness because, like, the simplicity of, like, doing something just to do it, it. You know, it's like, oh, didn't, you know, picture it didn't happen. Right. Yeah. They, um, they're caught up, man.
1: Are you you conscious of your art, like what it means to people, morphing? Because it is a logo Mm -hmm. and it is a very strong brand, but it's also this, like to me, it's a counter, like it represents so many different things to me now than it did when I first discovered you. Right.
0: And that's what it should be. It should be this. Uh, vessel in which you decide what it means. Because it me it should mean what you want it to mean. It doesn't have to mean uh what somebody else thinks it does, you know, if you love pets and
1: you know I mean? yeah.
0: <laughs> the last time I got arrested, um, I was afraid they were gonna call Vandal Squad. And so I was like, "It's PETA. We're anti-fur." And like, (laughs) so like you wouldn't know that it was, you know, around town a little bit or whatever. Mm. And it worked. I was like, "I'm really into animal rights," (laughs) and they let you go. No, I got locked up, but they didn't call Vandal Squad, which is good because they would have been like, "Oh, really, Miss uh, Paw?" You know? Yeah, yeah, they got files. The last time you got arrested, out of
2: many times you've been arrested?
0: Oh, yeah, many times. Yeah. A lot of times, like, it would be, like, chill. They'd let me go at, like, the precinct. They wouldn't put me through bookings. A lot of times I would get caught, and they wouldn't, like, arrest me. You know, I'd make them feel pity. You know, I, like you, i am an actress as well. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> you can cry on command? Yeah. <laughs> no, everybody said I couldn't do it because I was a girl. Like, you know, one of those. Oh, fuck it. Okay, yes. and they're like, oh, this is poor girl thing she can't get a date like i'm like yeah you know
1: actually that kind of segues i wrote on all my social media some questions for you oh Oh, you did yeah and um this one kind of ties into that so um i want to uh savannah wrote uh i want to know how you deal with someone dismissing your art because it's not in a museum or traditional or whatever because i struggle with that especially as a female
0: But it is in a museum. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Schooled. Oh, Oh my God. It's in, yeah.
1: Like, everybody just held up the number 10, like, for a scorecard.
2: Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't know. If someone's not into it, that's cool. It's not for everyone, basically, you know? I'm not doing it for them. I'm doing it for me. And if they like it, that's cool. If they don't... Move on, move on. Nothing to see here. Nice.
2: Um, what, uh, I want to know about, like, your perfect day. You know, like, you know the Sunday times. Oh, my God. York-
0: Self-care. On, uh, Girl, yes. oh, my God, bitch, please. I will be self-caring like no one's business. So you wake up. It's a Sunday. <laughs> okay, my husband and son, like, leave. They're like, they're like, we're going to apple picking, all right? <laughs> and we'll be back at, like, dinner, right? Great. What okay. is your, Okay, what's your day? Oh, my God. I don't even know what I I probably would go, like, thrifting in Westchester or something um, in the morning and, like, get something to eat and then, like, come back and be like, oh, I'm going to, like, watch you know the kardashians or something you know i don't know something like really like low-key and like mask maybe get a mani-pedi i never do that anymore like i just like i need to get it together mm-hmm.
2: what self-care what do you
0: deep condition i'll be a de- uh, mayo hair oh yeah, thing uh, like Remember? a blowout do you care about that no no oh, no. oh my god okay no. i don't know
1: do you have something in your ears
0: what do you mean are you listening to music Nothing particular like I'm like a oldies, you know, I listen to a lot of like uh 90s crap. Uh a lot of 90s hip hop. Mhm. Uh I'm a th- I'm like a throwback person. Mhm. I listen to a lot of rock, mm-hmm. 70s rock. <laughs> so lame so. I love that right. your
1: perfect day is just like I mean I listen
0: to Kodak Black but it's not that's not like my self care Sunday Mm-mm. you know yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you got some fucking good 90s hip hop blasting you maybe got, a little r and B. I'd have some r and B. I I'd go get like maybe I go get my nails done maybe I go get a haircut like I don't I give myself a haircut yeah I'm pretty good though yeah, yeah what like, you, I'm like I'm alright what are
2: you smoking what are you eating that day
0: Oh well of course I'm smoking. Yeah. I'm smoking doobies of like yummy sativa, whatever. Like um really into this like lemon kush right now. Yeah. It's really good. T-fish. Um, I don't I love gorilla glue, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's my, my headband. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think uh lemon kush and gorilla
2: glue are hybrids. Maybe kind of like sativa dominant hybrids, but And then
0: headband is sativa. California right? people. Yeah. yeah. Like a I don't know. Just fucking like roll up. it up. It's yeah. like it, looks, it smells nice and it's like moist. you know what I mean? We're like, like all wearing
1: ascots and <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> And what uh what do you eat
2: that day? What do you like if someone, you know? Oh, okay. yeah. I'm Drop on, something off on your stoop that you didn't have to go for
0: yourself. Are you cooking? I oh I'm totally ordering a chicken parm-like hero from, like, the pizza spot. Yeah. Because, yeah, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, that sounds so good.
1: Ooh, is it in the aluminum foil? Yeah. Yeah. That's it.
0: You know? Fuck, yeah. Yeah, it's so good.
1: That bread is mushy a little because mm, of the sauce.
0: Yes. Extra sauce is good. Yeah, that's really good. That sounds so good. I should have that for dinner, like, at home. I should just be like let's order chicken parmesan here my kid is so picky it's so annoying mm. but he'll eat pizza so that's cool i <laughs> uh, uh,
1: i would love to talk hip-hop and this like cross subculture stuff with you because i have a very romantic notion of everything i watch about new york when i wasn't a part of it uh-huh. and i just picture everyone break dancing and everyone rapping and everyone like spraying and tagging and uh, it's all good except for the fucking cops but i don't think that's how it really was
0: um, uh, it was. Yeah. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> makes yeah, me so like happy. it really was. Like makes it makes me so w- happy. Weirdly, like in my life anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, you know, then I don't know. I kind of stopped going out to like hip hop stuff, like in the late 90s. And so, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was like over it a little bit. It became very aggro a little bit, um, that makes sense. And then like of course breakdancing fell out of fashion, but it's still like, you know, the kid, there's like so many kids that do it and then are like really into it. It's its own subculture, but it's not like the way it was. And yeah, I mean, I went to high school in Long Island and they had a breakdancing club. You know what I mean? It was just like everywhere. Like it was sheets of cardboard yeah, they, they would carry like, around, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Spin you know, on their you know, back like, after school, like you could join, like, and then you'd like learn the moves and you do the like the worm and like spin on your back and all that shit. It was everywhere, breakdancing, it really was. Uh-huh. And um, it was like a great, like, interesting time, like, culture was shifting, you mm-hmm. know,
1: yeah, yeah. Ooh. It was like
0: it was like an enlightening time, I feel like. If you think about it, these poor, these poor kids, they have the same music genres as their parents. They don't kind of have like a new exciting like thing of their own. It's weird. I feel like the kids like they wanna, they want like,
1: but it's, it's like cause-
0: our identities or something. Mm. You know what I mean? They like want to dress like us and they want to be like us and like you know everyone dressed up this year as
2: an eighties character. It was really strange to mm. see the Halloween costumes across the board on my so like I, everyone was like. Some someone from the eighties. I was like, "That's so fucking Look at weird." That lady's apartment.
0: Oh, are
1: they fucking?
2: Yeah, we're no. looking looking across the way. At, she's uh, like
0: eating though. She's getting you she like that. She's getting into <laughs> <laughs> getting into the fridge. She's in the fridge. The whole, like. Her apartment's a little cold, right?
1: Yeah, it's, 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 it's empty. She yeah. looks lonely. Oh, oh
0: my God. Self-care, self-care. Yep. self <laughs> Smoke a J and order a pizza. <laughs>
1: um, I'd love to, because I didn't know until you just mentioned it. Uh, we just went to the Nike World Headquarters uh-huh. in Portland and visited. Beaver Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Beaver. yeah. And uh, I didn't know. So you were mentioning Vandals, which was your collab. Yeah, but I, was it the first collab with a female?
0: Um, you mean woman? Yeah. Ah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that. You know, wow. that's like it's a huge thing going on like women okay. are like do not call me a female. You're like, a fe- yeah, you're fem- a human female, word, but you're a it, woman.
1: Is it because of the word male in it? No,
0: because like dudes are like these females out here. <laughs>
2: well, you know, for me the way it was best explained to me and why I bristle at it is that a female is just the fucking like gender it could be a female anything what am i a female goose or a female fucking you know oh it's
0: a non it's, right it's, it's a, a non humanized. yeah so you're a man
2: or a woman but you're not a female if you're just saying females and males that's literally you could be referring to any fucking species on the planet a female you know it's about gonads
0: it's literally about but isn't that splitting hairs Isn't that dumb? Well... And isn't everybody, like, love to be upset? Also, don't we, like, live in this victim
2: culture? I'm a special snowflake, and I need everybody to address me the way I like to be addressed, and I don't want to be called a female, okay? So, like,
0: (laughs) I don't know. What do you do when you're, like, an old bitch? I'm an old bitch. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm a female.
2: I don't fucking know. (laughs) People get my name wrong all the fucking time. They always call me Mary, and I don't like it, but I feel like correcting them... Puts me in some kind of harpy category. So I'm, you know, it's weird.
0: Right? Like, you can't complain. Anyway, yeah. What you said. <laughs> 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 the- I have no idea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just
1: wanted to talk about your Nike collab because yeah. it's so, so cool. Um,
0: so, yeah, I was the first woman to ever do a Nike artist series sneaker. And the first one I did was the blazer. And after that, I did the vandal. And yeah, that was super fun. You know, I had been part of the New York birth of sneaker culture in New York in the 80s and 90s and stuff. Uh, And so it was nice that they they recognized that I had been, you know, beaten down, um, you know, all my looks with the sneakers, you know, way before it was it was like literally shocking. They're like, "You're wearing sneakers with a dress." I'm like, "Yes, bitch." <laughs> so yeah, no, that was cool. Um, you know, love Nike. You know, so comfy. <laughs> <laughs> did they fly
2: you out to the campus? And re- did yeah, you-
0: I've been there. I've you know, do, I've done a lot of consulting for Nike over the years. I just was out there recently. I painted a big mural for them. Oh fuck! In yeah, one yeah. of the new buildings? In the new buildings. That yes. Serena Williams in the, not the- in the New
2: York building. Which looks like the ship coming out. Yes, 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 yes. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Fucking cool. Yeah, that's so that was cool. really fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was wow. out there. I guess it was like a year ago or so.
2: What else do you have coming up? Like, so you got your
0: podcast. You got cold okay. Months. I only have my podcast. Less that's sense. all I do. I don't do anything else. Okay. <laughs> um, I have like a million things. It's so annoying. Um, your store. First off, people can find okay. you. At so your store, I right? have a store, and that's sort of uh Claw World headquarters. Yeah. Um, also, we're on the internets at clonco.com. I'm at Clonco on Delancey Street, New York City. Um, we do lots of stuff. We do lots of pop-up shops with young emerging designers mm-hmm. to help put them on. We're doing um, a fun party a week. Uh, I don't know when your when does your podcast come out? It comes out on Wednesdays. It comes out on Wednesdays. Is it coming out Wednesday next week? Uh, Do you want
1: us to drop it, then? Yeah, we
0: can. So we're having a party on November 16th, Friday, um, for New York City Jewelry Week. And they're launching New York City Jewelry Week like a New York Fashion Week. But they're doing it in um, some very fun boutiques and it's like a retail experience and there's uh, you can find out more at NewYorkCityJewelryWeek.com but we're doing one in our store with Tommy Jewels who makes beautiful custom 14 karat gold um, Canal Street Jewelry he's like OG his family's business he's a really great guy um, these cute girls that do these teeth gems I had this little yeah. diamond on my tooth and you have to go to your dentist and have him take it off That's But so uh so rad uh, and with the vibes well with these handmade beaded necklaces so we'll have something for everyone right
2: yeah yeah, fuck yes. And are you tra- like traveling to paint? Traveling to? I have a big stuff?
0: like painting gig next week. I'm probably going to Art Basel if this deal goes through in the next couple of days. I'll know. Mm-hmm. I really don't want to because it's Christmas time and I'm a merchant and I need to be in New York in the store and like making stuff. Um, so we're we also launched our kids brand Claw Mini.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, it's really fucking cute. So all you aunts and uncles, show how cool you are and head on over to clawmini.com. No, it's really, it's actually like super banging. Like, oh,
2: Who's the cute. pug?
0: Who's the pug? Oh, Everyday Elvis. Shout out to Elvis. I know. That's our, star- he works at the store.
2: Does, do you have a line for him? Do you have <laughs> pet stuff? No. I. How do I not... Listen, holler at me. I have a dog. Named I mean, Archie and Pepco, holler
0: at me. Mm-hmm. Come on, you know on. what I mean, for real. We
2: need a collab, a line.
0: Oh, I shit. hello. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know. A girl can only do so much. Because claw- <laughs> <laughs> but Claw Mini has me tickled so, yeah, so know. tickled. Claw Mini's cute. Claw Mini's cute. The Instagram <laughs> is cute too. Um, you know, got some memes to make. Got some jokes to tell. I don't know. We have a we have a bunch of projects coming out in 2019, but I can't talk about any of them. Will you come back and talk yes, to us I about would love everything? To. Yes, yes, yes. Of and
2: uh, you know, next time you're in LA, like anytime, time, we you know, we basically like to just snack and smoke and this
0: Me is, too. This is oh, it. We, we're like, this is it, bros. Yo, yeah. Yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bros. Yes, thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and what's your Instagram handle? Uh, claw money. I mean. Yeah. And and,
2: and & Co. follow And well. Oh,
0: yeah. Klong, our store is Co. It's really funny. It's like, you know, like empowering uh, memes for females. <laughs> <laughs> Female turtles. Um. <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> And uh,
2: and the story on that IG is, like, so fun. So I have
0: all these, like, awesome young women that work for me. And they, like, just do, you know, like, their little lives. So it's just they embody the brand. And, uh, yeah, it's fun. And they have – they also do a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm really – believe it or not, I'm pretty lazy with Instagram. I have, like, a long commute. So I only am on Instagram, like – Early in the morning and then in the evening before, like, I get home and uh, see my family and, like, have to deal with all that, you know, yeah. s- all that dinner and, you know, story time crap.
1: <laughs> Are you reading, uh, like, 90s rap lyrics to your son to go to school? No, state? he's
0: obsessed with rap music, though. It's really, it's, it's fucked up. And he, like, said to me recently, he's like, roll my weed. It's in the song that's, like, it's, like... <laughs> An underground banger, and my husband's like, it's your fault (laughs) for letting him listen to Hot 97 before he goes to bed. Like, you said it was okay, he could listen to the radio. I was like, I had, like, a Kids Bop AM station on, and he just, like, maneuvered it. And now he's, like, a weird, like... And my husband is, like, a rap. He is a rap encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. He really is. So he has been... You know, he was like very young when it like exploded, you know, so he grew up on like KRS-One and Public Enemy and like, so he's been like school through and he also, even though he's in his 40s, he's not like a hater on like the young kids coming out with stuff that a lot of the older heads are just not into. Sure. And he's like, oh no, I like this. This is like good because of this, and you know, like he he's really into it. So he and my son, they're like just constantly. So I guess somebody told my son about Eminem, and so <laughs> then he's like, oh yeah, Eminem's like the best, like lyricist, but Tupac's like the best rapper or whatever or something like <laughs> yes, that. And Britney. I'm like, and I'm not a fan of either of them. Like I I recognize like their importance and stuff, but like that's not what I want to listen to. But there's like anytime there's like a curse like in the song, my kid is like shit, like (laughs) like like in the car, and I'm just like I can't, and he's like no no no, it's your fault, (laughs) Uh, the radio, the clock radio, you were like kids bop, I'm like yeah, anyway, not sway in the morning. No, it's fucked up. And the stuff that they they like, even Drake is talking about taking like Xanax. And like, what do you, so my kid, I was like, oh yeah. So I'm like, he said to me, like, roll my weed. And then he's like, roll my weed. And I was like, what are you, like a farmer? You want to like roll on the weeds? And he's like, no, it's prescriptions. (laughs) So he, because he has been exposed to all these rappers that have died from overdoses. Uh And so... Yeah, like, yeah. I don't even know what to say. Like, it's crazy. The world is,
1: we're fucked. Lil yeah. Peep, yeah. Lil
0: Peep, Little Peep. My husband loved Little Peep. Yeah. So weird. Phen-
1: Phenomenal.
0: Yeah, he was going to be a star. Mac yep. He definitely, and yeah. I mean, we're not, we don't listen to it, but like, yeah, that's so tragic, man. Yeah. yeah. But people love that dude, you know? Yeah.
2: Well, everyone should smoke more weed and, uh. Yeah, stay
0: away from the pills, man. Yeah. Pills, schmills.
2: Pills, no pills, no fucking lean yeah, get out Don't of Don't do everything. that. Smoke yeah. smoke weed.
0: Smoke and weed. Snack. And s- snack. And make magic butter. Yes.
1: <laughs> Are we calling it? Yeah, I think it that's feels good. It so
2: Thank sure. you. Yes, we love right. you, Claw. Claw money. Fucking amazing. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: everybody like and subscribe and review and leave a thing and post a thing and share a thing. Please just be a part of the thing. And thanks for still being a part of the thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, live from New York, live from New York it's, <laughs> it's weed and grub <laughs> <About Bye>. everybody <laughs>